We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, welcome, welcome to your Miami Heat Beat um, <laughs> post-game show. Giancarlo is over here to my left, but he is not your host tonight. It is me, Seal Bahan, um, you know, running point with my dog Tiff. And, and G, like I said, hello, people. How we feel? What's up? What's up? Uh, the new Cardinals room. hat. Who this? Screaming. St. Louis. <laughs> Love that for you. I'm doing great, man. And- Kyle Lowry hooped. <laughs> You should feel that way, and we can get into it a little bit. If you are listening to the podcast, we love you. Keep doing that. If you are watching us on Twitch, be active in the chat. We enjoy that, too. I don't know if we're posting this on the YouTube, but if you catch us over there, too, show us some love. Um, and, yeah, let's just kind of jump right into it. The start of this game <laughs> was so disjointed, was so all over the damn place. It's stressed. And it wasn't just Miami. Like, Charlotte couldn't hold on to the ball either. It looked crazy. Tiff, as, you know, athlete to athlete, right? Right. What is the mindset at the start of a match? (laughs) And where does it sometimes feel like Miami is when we begin a match? You know, the the way you start and how you finish is what's most important. And we'd be having trouble finishing. And then today we had a rough start. So... Take me into the, the 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 mindset a little bit to begin. Today looked like one of those games where they just I'm not gonna say they weren't ready to play. I I feel like the lather wasn't there. I feel like the pre warm up wasn't there. I feel like somebody didn't eat the pasta they usually eat. Somebody yeah. put on the wrong sock on the wrong foot first. <laughs> you know, like I feel yeah. like Kevin Love didn't get that extra brush in that Mm -hmm. pattern this morning like you could Mm -hmm. just see they just didn't look they didn't look ready they looked a little lethargic which i mean we just faced this team so i think that's also part of it like i just saw you yesterday bro like i I, I don't right like we just saw them so i think there was like a combination of a lot of things and also like 
we have to remember we're still without players. So everybody's still finding their way as to whose time is it? Am I shooting? Am I doing this? I can, you know, and I see everybody kind of looking around, but like, let's be realistic. Like if Duncan Robinson is there, I guess he's taking the lead because yeah. it happened again. Um, and, and he kind of, it seemed like he got them out of that, that little rough start um, between him and Kyle. I felt like uh, they were able to start the ship, steady the ship and, and keep it afloat. G, same general question. Are you more concerned with our inability to close at times? Um, or do you feel, you know, like I said, more concerned about these kind of lackadaisical and unfocused um, and kind of just like haphazard starts that we can stumble ourselves into? It's for sure the fourth quarter stuff. Because like yeah. for me, I think that they've always, they've kind of been weird because they have had I think the most starting lineups in the league so far. And I just think it's going to be yeah. hard for them. You feel like they've had that yeah. for like the last three seasons. <laughs> yes. Oh, for sure. And <laughs> every other week. <laughs> and I think that explains like this Jimmy builds problem with first quarters is because like they never start the game with familiarity as yeah. the game progresses. I think the bench guys and like they have more kind of familiarity. So for me, it's just like, I'm just more used to that. The fourth quarter stuff is like, I think that they're also like a group that they weirdly spo teams in general, they can like fix their mistakes. And I think the modern NBA it's, it makes comebacks plausible, particularly with kind of the uh, dynamic and explosive shooters that they have mm -hmm. when Tyler's healthy, Duncan, obviously Jimmy can go nuclear, you know, in, in spots as well. So it's more the fourth quarter stuff where you, you watch their shot selection deteriorate, you watch decision-making, you watch like, Okay, this why why are they playing this weird lineup? It's like a lot of little things. It's like it's almost everybody's fault in the fourth fourth quarter where mm -hmm. the first quarter stuff I feel like is more a little bit explainable. Yeah, I agree. I definitely think the fourth quarter, because you know, you have less time to correct. You know, right. you don't want to start out poorly, but you have a whole, you know, mm -hmm. three quarters to kind of course correct, correct a little bit. Um, gee, you 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 be, you began it with Kyle Hoop. Talk about your boy a little bit. What did you like from him? We talked about decision making some and just how how have you felt about him or how did you feel about him tonight and um his ability to kind of not write this shit, but you know, just be what the be the bomb that they be needing a lot of times. They left like six assists on the table that he should have gotten, by the way. He he finished the game mm -hmm. with one, which I feel like it's a little messed up to the stat line because I thought he did a really good job of getting guys open shots. I know Duncan missed. I think what Duncan only missed three threes. One of them was a, off a beautiful kick from Kyle. Jamal came missed another open one. He played really well. But I think that mostly when he's shooting the ball well, he provides so much. He was four or four from three. That that pull up off the screen, I think is so important to their offense. And it's what I envision. That's really the main thing I envisioned when he got here coming off handoffs. I think he and Love play really really well together obviously he mm -hmm. and Bam, i think love is such a good wide screener they can play handoff stuff as well they can do pick and pop there's a lot of dynamic stuff that they could do he's jimmy as a screener uh, today and, and even kind of during the season more than last season where he kind of looked dead in the water so when he he's obviously an important player to them because he's their only real ball handling guard because Josh mm -hmm. is not that guy. Drew Smith, unfortunately, is out for the season. Even when he was in, not a guy that you want to do too much handling. Caleb, not a ball handling guard, more of like a scoring guy, right? Jimmy, you know, Jimmy's Jimmy. But they need him to be able to provide on offense. 
because I think defensively, while he's lost step, I think, and I've said a, a bunch, he has good hands, he takes charges, he, he's in the right place, but really when he provides you that shooting that he did tonight, the rest of his game comes together, and that's kind of what happens when you get old. You know, when you get older, you don't have that 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 little engine, that little that little boost. So you're gonna need other parts of your game to open the floor up. And he's a very smart player, and I hope people are seeing that. So when you see when he kind of self creates kind of space in the in, in, on the floor, he makes good decisions. He gets guys involved. He makes good passes. He knows how to read advantages. And I just think tonight was a good example of that. Tiffany, we talk a little bit about <clears throat> you know the way that we. Or just, I think the heat, the the fan base, kind of in general, the way that mm-hmm. um, you know Jimmy kind of approaches games, right? And I love it. Turn up <laughs> um, the tonight. You look at Jimmy, right? Fifteen points, six rebounds, twenty nine minutes. Didn't have to play the whole fourth. We'll talk about that, you know, kind of when we get there. Right. Ten assists, and so. You have, you know, it flying out there, you know, pedestrian Jimmy. I tweeted once before, and that was before even kind of some of the other things picked up. I'm like, is Jimmy here today? And mm. so they ran some stuff for him. They ran some, they ran some, some right side clear outs where they were just getting some ghost screens with Kyle right. and just getting Terry Rozier on Jimmy mm-hmm. and just letting Jimmy, you know, kind of pick what he wanted to do right. out of that side. Tonight, you got Jimmy picking drawing the doubles then moving it this way um i don't even know kind of what my line of questioning is here but just the the balance between assertive looking to score jimmy and knowing when i need to score but also being diligent in moving the ball around right so i think like you and i've had this conversation many a times and i always say I want Jimmy in that mid post area playmaking. Like and I, and I say it, I say it every season. Like that's what I want to see. Um, because I feel like there are nights where he doesn't need to be brutal with his body, going to yeah. the basket, doing all the things, especially when you've got a few guys clicking. And we noticed that tonight as well as he noticed it. Um, he looked for his shot when it was necessary. Yeah. which I, I really like tonight. Um, he did. He started out pedestrian, but then as I watched him a little bit more, I noticed mm-hmm. he literally was letting the game come to him. He wanted to let everybody get those opportunities, whether it be the shots, whether they make the plays, um, and he was just there when they needed it. I think going forward, especially considering like this, the injury history with this team, they need more nights like this out of Jimmy where it's pedestrian quote unquote, but he's doing all the little things and not playing in the fourth. Like, and I, I think, think go ahead. No, I, 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 did, I genuinely didn't mean to cut you off. I think that's, that's a lot of what's missing in the he's pedestrian kind of, where is he, you know, arguments, mm-hmm. the, um, the amount of, of work and effort and strain he's taking off of his body by mm-hmm. being judicious and how he, you know, goes for his shot, but also make sure that, you know, everyone else is touching it and come along with me. You know, I've right. said a, a bunch, this team is successful when it's an, like an, an avalanche of production from multiple people. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't really do too, too much when you 
you know, necessarily have Jimmy going for, you know, 40 or whatever, and no one else can get anything. And, you know, we still kind of lose. I, I think you're, I think you're right in that um, we should be more open to these types of approaches from him, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of going forward. The middle of the game. Um, I don't even know what like kind of stood out to me in the middle of the game. I was just so uh, taken aback by the number of turnovers to begin. Mm. Um, and the, th- the third, much cleaner on defense, much cleaner um, with the ball. G, did you see anything or what did you see or did you see anything specific um, schematically that you thought was different to start the second half? Or was it just um, a, a more concerted focus? I think it was a bit of more concerted focus. I, and I think that Spo teams almost to a almost to a point that's frustration. They mm-hmm. don't do a ton of in-game adjustments mm-hmm. unless it's like a contender or like a conflict like against Boston and Milwaukee, you'll see that they'll change the norm and they'll mm-hmm. even change stuff quarter to quarter. Against a team like Charlotte, they yep. just go out like we're gonna run our stuff. Let's clean up these mistakes. Yep. And I think that's what it was. They kind of cleaned up the mistakes. They kind of took care of the ball. I thought their their focus was a little more. Okay, we're gonna run this stuff. We're gonna we're gonna get into our pick and roll. We're gonna get Lowry off these screens. We're gonna get Jimmy into that mid post area. We're gonna try to attack. Charlotte's gonna switch this. Okay, we're gonna go at it. And I just thought that their process was a little bit sharper. I don't know if they. At least I did not see any like specific adjustments, but I did think it was a more kind of focused effort, which I think helps because you come out of halftime, coaches in the locker room, I'm sure both of you are very familiar with this. Hey, guys, what the F is this? Let's clean this up. Look, why are you doing this? You know, hey, guys, head in the game. I think, too, maybe, you know, guys at home, they're playing a a team that's not too high in the standings. They, you know, kind of come in thinking, ah, you know, we just beat them. We should be fine. And, you know, and and listen, they they went into halftime with a lead. What was it, like a seven-point when it was like a comfy lead at halftime or something, or, or it was, I, I, if I remember correctly. Um, and I think they cut the turnovers too. I think the turnovers were yeah. like really mm. mad sloppy, yo. Uh, they Both teams finished <laughs> with 22% turnover. Just, mm. just bad. Miami's half-court offense, by the way, I thought was much improved in the second half. Mm-hmm. They, they were getting to the offensive glass, I thought, huge. Mm-hmm. And I thought that yeah. Bryant after it you know shout out to him not the best kind of season for with him but i thought he played pretty well today and I, yeah their half court offense kind of came alive a bit which is partly the shooting but love to you see have that. numbers for the first and second half half not the offense. first and second half but for the game that he were at a 90 99 offensive rating unfortunately cleaning the glass doesn't is not so kind to separate that <laughs> into halves but that 98 is in the 88th percentile in the league. That's very good. And I reckon a lot of that is Duncan Robinson and Kyle Lowry hitting a lot of threes in the half court. Mm-hmm. And we haven't mentioned him. Hawkins shot the ball extremely well today off yep. every kick out. That guy in, in that yep. wing, he was nailing it. He finished the game 17, 6, and 8. Two for two from three. Gotta love that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. So can I, I was going to say, can I tell you actually what I'm most impressed by the Go whole ahead. game? Caleb. And I this wanted to one of the, touch on Caleb. Go ahead. Okay. No, go this ahead. is one of the few games this season where he's been available and played where he was under control all night. Mm-hmm. Like he what because he has a tendency to play with the ball. He has a tendency to get the dribble and not know exactly what to do with the dribble or how to get to where he wants to get to if it's not a beeline to the basket. Yeah. And tonight, everything about him was sharp. His movements were sharp. His passes were sharp. He actually, his his defense looked a lot better. He looked more springier. Um, like I'm, I'm happy for him because he's he he's looking happy on the court. And yeah. tonight, he just played. To me, he played a really good all around game. And it's so funny because if you look at his line, right, nine points, four assists. Six rebounds, one for three from three, but four for 13 from the field. And yep. genuinely, and four turnovers. 
and, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like a bunch of them kind of came in the first. And there, tip to your point, he can get a little loose with his handle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think it was tighter tonight, but I think it's so interesting that you say that. And, you know, he missed nine shots. And I can maybe place, I don't know, maybe four of them. He, I don't, he didn't, and not that he's someone who does this often, but like, I don't feel like his nine misses were were loud or big misses and like he didn't he doesn't shoot them out of the games but i wasn't frustrated with um how he went about what it is Mm -hmm. that he tried to go about today there were a few Um, in the fourth bond that uh i'm gonna push back a little bit on what tiff said because i mostly agree i did think the turnovers were a problem but in the fourth Mm -hmm. quarter i think part of that lead slippage i did not like his shot selection there was was a little if yeah when he took that one at the top of the key, I was like, right. bro, you have a driving lane. Like, just yeah. go. Like, don't. But, but, gee, he does that eight times a game. I know. So, for him to do it. But, for, <laughs> yo, you know, like. We got a great, we got a grave on the that? Caleb yes. curve. You know what it is? I'm trying to be because he does it so much. His yeah, yeah. shot selection is so iffy. Especially that, with so like, Bam and Jimmy on the floor where he right. has. They'd be like, it's my time. And, like, or Kyle. Right, right. It's time to hoop. He calling his own number. So, <laughs> so seriously, I didn't get. I'm usually so frustrated with him by yeah. the third that That's I don't want to see him no more. Great so at point. least tonight, I didn't feel like he felt like I got to do it all. Yeah, I like I like the shot attempts. I, I'm I'm generally pro anyone on this team that wants to put it up because I just think they all have a passivity issue. So listen, you want to take 13 <laughs> shots, you go for it, bro. I'm I'm happy for yeah. you. Um, haven't even touched on Duncan yet. I want to, I want to stay kind of right where we are in these twitchy wing, uh, universe Tiff, little mm-hmm. daddy, little daddy, Mr. Kane. Mm-hmm. I thought that he gave them, you know, I, I, he missed, I think his first two or three, yeah. but I was encouraged by the way that he continued to shoot that he didn't, um, that he didn't let the first few misses kind of take him out of some offensive, right. Uh, assertiveness when he picked his spots he picked his, his spots well I think after the first two or three misses he came one time and gave a, a left side uh mid-range dribble pull up nothing mm. but net and I was like yep. I love that I love that you miss a three miss another three cool like stay within yourself don't try to do too mm-hmm. much but he had an understanding of I can do this though yeah I miss those right. two but you know I can do this would in lieu of Josh right we, mm-hmm. we had no Josh tonight um, from Jamal and just playing on the wings. Um, just, I, I don't want to give you a, a how'd you feel about him, but this is like a, kind of our first time at seeing a right. healthy portion of Jamal tonight. So what did you enjoy about how he comported himself tonight? So I think it's interesting because you're right, in lieu of Josh. Mm-hmm. So it's, I felt like a couple of things happened there. Like, we asked so much out of Josh, right? Handle the ball, do this, do that. Like, there's so many things on the plate. But then Jamal's turn to eat, he literally lived where he lived. He played within his house. So those are the things that play in the back of my mind. If this is what we can do for him, we yes. need to move this and part yes. this over to somebody else. Um, and then that's the, two things with that. That's Jamal's personal growth as a player mm-hmm. and also uh, the coaching staff saying, shoot the next one, shoot yes. the next one. Like and this, they're always this, that. And that's always how they exactly. are. Exactly. 
and it kind of for him i'm happy for him because you could see that marriage of because we know he can jump out the gym we know he could do all these things but he literally played within himself he kept shooting the ball he kept trying to crash the boards he kept playing mm-hmm. defense um he didn't get ahead of himself so he and which allowed him to actually get more minutes tonight so I'm I'm proud of him. And he, like and, a, go ahead, G. Like a dude trying to get a job. Try, listen, well, I mean, from my lunch bill. <laughs> Notice <laughs> me, see me. Fun. I'm here. Tiff and I were talking on the phone today about like, bro, the Heat love when guys just play their fucking ass off. They don't care who you are as long as you go. Like Drew Smith got minutes for this team because he just tries really hard. And they like to reward that. And a guy like Kane, yeah. you know, yeah. there's a reason why a guy like Thomas Bryant got benched because that guy doesn't play hard. And it's a mm-hmm. reason why they got in the Hassan Whiteside business and they immediately wanted out of it is because, like, that guy, like, didn't, like, try hard. And they like guys like Udonis. They like guys like, you know, Jimmy when he cares. Uh, Bam. You know, <laughs> Tiff and I talked about that today. Bam plays his ass off every single night on both ends of the floor. And Jamal Kane fits that M.O., perfectly that guy came in he took mm-hmm. no possessions off and maybe he missed some shots but he played his ass off and you know that everybody in that front office is like that's our guy baby so you're talking about the the offensive rebounding kind of in the fourth and he was part of that he mm-hmm. was in the mix just yep. getting tip outs tipping, just trying to tipping. keep ball exactly trying to keep the ball alive and you know they do love guys like that and it speaks to the the character of of selflessness it takes that's a heat lot culture and that yeah. that's what it, it that, takes a lot that. to yeah to 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 give up yourself to get on the floor the there was a loose ball one time kind of somewhere near the top of the key uh at, on the right on the right oh, side the right exactly. goal yeah, and exactly. and james on the ground i think yeah. he took out terry rozier in the process it's like mm-hmm. four bodies on the ground but those things the the giving of yourself to highlight yourself but also to help us go and if we all can do that, then we all can, you know, yeah. propel this thing forward. Bon, there's a reason why when a guy takes a charge in that building, it's as loud as when a guy hits a three. That's yes. not that's not that way in every building. Yep. In Miami, people go crazy because that is literally what the the organization has propagated and has embraced that part of it. Sacrifice, give up. Yep. That's why Eric Reed says, "Give up your body." Like. That's why they love a guy like Kevin Love. Yeah. Kevin's ass on the floor, you know, every game. And he's big. And to take charges as a big guy, that's something, too. I mean, um, Dwayne Wade was doing it. Like, your, yeah, your superstar. elite finesse yep. superstar was not yep. above that. Yep. Yep. The fourth quarter, where things that we love happen. I don't think Kyle <laughs> played the whole fourth. Jimmy definitely didn't play the whole and fourth. And Kevin did mm-hmm. not. And Kevin. Kevin did not. We beat Charlotte on Monday by two. We were up, I think, 21 going into the fourth. And Charlotte made a run. And I I was wondering, we went to commercial at around five minutes. And I was wondering if Spo was going to come back with mm-hmm. at least one of those guys, probably a Jimmy. And he didn't. And I appreciated it. And, you know, they're very much so uh, um, let the lineup that kind of got us here, you know, kind of take us home. But I want to talk specifically about you know, this rookie, there is just something so like blessed and <laughs> kind of being able to sit Jimmy, but have 
such an overlap of Jimmy's skill set, the playmaking, the hubbing ability out of the mid post, the creation kind of off the dribble. He's going to get to the room. He's going to find mm -hmm. himself kind of in the paint and, and in the mix, Tiffany. The 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 comfort and and we have a back to back. The comfort in being able to sit, you know, our guys with a lot of minutes right. and push through with Ahame, a Caleb, Jamal tonight. Um, just the resolve of this group mm -hmm. and not letting the the rope all the way go. I think it's it's like you said. So he had the Spo had the opportunity to bring guys back, mm -hmm. um, but I I love that he didn't because that's what you need to instill in these young guys. Yes, because it, you need these guys. Like you, we are. Where are we in the season? Game what? Uh, I, what are we, 17, 18? No, I think, we're, are we in 20 somewhere? We're in the 20s? I genuinely don't know. So this is, so this like is where we are. So you need, you're going to need these guys, and you're going to need these guys all season. Mm -hmm. And you ride with them, and you're basically saying to them, we win or lose with you right now. Yep. This is it. And, that, and that's what they need, because they all have a requisite skill set to help win. But can they put it on display when it's time to win? It's it's like pressurizing a low pressure moment for preparation for the actual mm -hmm. pressure of later in the season. Gee, yep. um, talk about the the and they executed in the fourth, right? Yes. We still, I think, what we finished the game by twelve, um, went to the fourth up, uh, you know, twenty one. There was still some slippage there, G, but we didn't lose the rope in the in our offensive processes and how we went about um trying to do things offensively in the fourth well they scored 24 points in the fourth quarter that's yeah. not good enough it's the not pro the problem is, is that they gave up 34 points in yes. the fourth quarter we and i think more and often you know, than not i don't mean to to cut no, no, you off but i was looking at the the um the <laughs> lower third I'm like heat win the fourth quarter i'm like did we did we actually win? I mean, we won. we actually didn't win the fourth quarter. <laughs> they lost it by ten. Yeah, but, you know, my bad. I I, I made the Chiron under duress. No, um, we're going to bank Pablo. Pablo, yeah. No, that was yeah. that was my fault. I, I made. That. I will not let the intern take the fall there. We have accountability here on Miami Heat beat. Um, yeah, their defense. Their defense is always out of whack, and I I think right now tonight was just uh, it was the Thomas Bryant and Duncan Robinson, you know, mm -hmm. and other young guys are on the floor show right. um unfortunately i think that's kind of what went on with that but i think historically they have i mean they've blown leads with bam on the floor and jimmy and all these right. guys so tonight you know i think was more of a listen thomas bryant played and, and it just didn't look great and i thought rosier and caleb defensively i thought was good on rosier but rosier still cooked him um yeah. you know because yes. rosier is well, yeah. a really good basketball player um scary yeah. terry as uh some might call him so for me, the the main fourth quarter thing is going to be how they figure it out defensively, because the other thing is that when they don't get stops, they can't mm -hmm. get out in the open floor. Mm -hmm. they, the other team sets their defense. It's just life's just harder when you don't get stops. And when they get stops, they, and they've always been a team that defense leads to offense. It's not the other way around. They don't. Yes. They're not. Yeah, they're not Indiana and they're not Sacramento. You know, they're the Heat, <laughs> and they need to get some good old fashioned, you know, elbow grease stops, and that's going to lead to other offense and Tiff turnovers like they 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 need live ball turnovers because they're mm -hmm. at their best not dead ball turn when they get live ball turnovers 
that's when they really get rocking. And they didn't well, get them. Well, here's the thing. They haven't been getting them. No. Yeah. But, Not this year. But our, our defense is off kilter. Like, we can admit it because we're, we're used to Jimmy and Bam feasting. Like, we are used to those two covering three and four people at one time. Like, they're everywhere. So, yeah, like, let's be realistic. Our defense is pretty mad right now. And it's mm-hmm. going to be mad until Bam come back. And have, Highsmith. Have it help. And Highsmith. And Highsmith. It's going to be mad. The thing is, you got to win these games with duct tape and elbow grease. And like, be happy that you're and winning. It, and credit right. to them because yes. they have. Because they're you have to. three starters. Yes. And the fact that they've won this many. I think they've been That's like That's the conversation I wanted to have. Yes. <laughs> you, you just got to win. Yeah. Uh, you, you just got to win and pray that the guys come back healthy at the right time. Yeah. Like, because. Yeah. Go ahead, G. No, no. I, I was going to agree with everything. <laughs> I was going to agree with, with both of you. <laughs> That's ahead, it. G. Like, get the wins. Let, yeah. and, and guess what? Don't waste the Kyle games. Like you, you can't, you can't afford to waste a good game by him because we are putting the miles on him. They, they like can't we, afford the bad games. I mean, he no. had, he had, well, he, he played with back spasms and they, they, they looked bad because he looked, he was awful because he shouldn't have been out there, but they got to win like any kind of way to stay afloat while your guys are out. Yeah. It's going to look like dog shit. Like I'm, I'm, I, I'm telling you, I started watching this game tonight and I was like, okay. I want to have a space or something because I really want to expand on this conversation. Because um, I feel the exact same way. Just be effing happy that we are actually pulling out a decent chunk of these wins kind of over this Next stretch. Next man up. Next, hey, and, that, and this is what, these are the men's we got. Like we, <laughs> pockets is pulled out, man. Like this is, this is it. This is all I got. <laughs> Tiffany, to, to your question, uh, your inquiry earlier, 24 games in, we're 14 and 10. We have Chicago tomorrow night. Um, and yeah, man, we're going to go ahead and wrap up, get out of here. I didn't even have time to really talk about Duncan, but Duncan's just been fucking marvelous. Right. Um, what else is there to say? What, what is else to is say? there to say, truly? Um, but yeah, this is it, guys. Thank you to my lovely uh, co-panelists. Um, Pablo, the intern, I guess you're not fired. G took that one. You know, he took accountability for that one. We love that. That's heapy culture here. Everyone in the chat, we love you. And yeah, you know where we're at. We're on the timeline. We're here. You know, give us a ring, give us a chat. And we will see y'all next time.